It is 13 minutes after 11 o'clock this morning. You are listening to The Talking Point. My name is Oliver Dixon. I'm joined by Mal Bakkegta, the Stakeholder Relations Manager at Sandal. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Really, really do appreciate it. 130 million rand being set aside uh, to train prospective contractors uh, to bid for the Moloto Road project. Tell us about it. Okay. Uh, the total amount of the project itself is 559,000, I mean, 559 million. And out of that, we've set aside 129 million, that is 30%, for the local SMMEs. And we also then put aside, or we'll say, ring fence, 2 million for people with disability. But that doesn't mean that they cannot participate on this 129 million that is set aside. That is the 30% of the project itself. Mm. So when you say set aside, what does that mean? What does that mean? Okay. Uh, We look at the stakeholders like people with disability and military veterans, and we put money aside to say they can participate in the entire project, but we put the money, the two million is purely and solely for people with disability. On top of they can participate also. Right, so that, that two million is at, at, at a baseline, it's a minimum that will be spent. It's the minimum only for people with disability. Mm. But that doesn't mean that they cannot also participate in the entire so what is 121 What is this two million, million for? Is it to train them or is it actual contribution to the project? It's the actual contribution to the project because how we do training, we do training on project because it's of no use that I train you oh, okay. and you sit at home and the opportunity is not there. So we will take you, even if you never had a mm. company or a job before, you will get the experience in our projects. That's how you will grow and actually eventually get that experience. So tell us how the training works. We advertise the packages. So we might say we would want someone to do drainages and that person, they they will tender. But when we're doing the procurement process, we will then prioritize the stakeholder that we would like to get this particular tender. And and, and how how do you then determine that? Do you want a BE certificate from them to prove that they include in their ownership and management people living with disabilities? Oh, yes, definitely. There are four critical things. So I'll say in this case, five, because they need to register on the CIDB, the mm. CSD database, their BEE certificate that they can get from the police station, and also a letter of good standing. But on top of that, they mm. will submit a note to say, I am a person with disability. So what is the minimum ownership involvement? Um, what percentage are you looking at? You know, for them, we would want a situation where it's 100%. We would like a situation that is 100% because we're also avoiding a certain situation whereby people that are able are fronting with people with disability. Mm, And mm. then at the end of the day, they don't get what is theirs Mm. or or, or what is due to them. And it makes it easier for for the main contractor if they just tender as a loan. But we are not saying they cannot do JVs. But for us to be able to monitor these two million, and this is just one package out of five packages that we're going to have in Mulot. Mm. Uh, 129 million rand, 2 million rand thereof is less than 1%. Um, well, it's, yeah, it's about one point something percent. Yeah. Um, w- why only two million rand? Why not a designation of maybe 10 percent of the localization budget, which would be around, let's say, 10 million rand at least? 
It is because they are not excluded on that 129 million. They can even supply, they can do all other right. things within that 129 million as well. Right. And the value chain that you're looking at here, is it w- w- what type of services do you think uh, would be rendered here specifically within that 2 million rand margin? Is it the supply of goods or is it the supply of services such as actual construction work? I would say both because remember the fact that as the as the owner of the company you have challenges it doesn't mean that you cannot appoint people to actually do the work on your behalf yeah Give us a call, 86 if you have questions uh, for our guests this morning on this particular matter. Can you perhaps speak to me about the Mulotta project? What is it, the Mulotta Road project? We all know this is a, a deadly road, or it was, and previously it was a provincial road. It's Mulotta Road R573, mm. and it has been handed over uh, by the National Department of Transport to us as Sandral when they turn it to be a national road. So Where is this road? From where to where does it stretch? It's in Bumalanga. The portion that we are here to talk about is in Bumalanga. But Muloto Road starts from Zambezi right up to Limpompo. So it's a road that cuts across three uh, provinces. Mm. So currently we are talking about the one that is in Bumalanga. So... Is there, and we are, we are upgrading it to create safety and easy mobility. So it's, it used to be a provincial road, now a national road yes. under the auspices of, of, of Sandra. Yes. So you then spoke about the local SMMEs. Are these local SMMEs specifically pertaining to Mpumalanga? Uh, the local SMEs that we are talking, yes and no, but we start from the municipality itself. Right. We look at, we call them targeted enterprise. We will look at the municipality itself, but if we cannot find, if the main contractor cannot find what they are looking for in terms of the skills, then they will go to the district, which is Ngangala district. And if still they are not finding anything there, then they go to Mpumalanga. And there's no way that Mpumalanga mm, wouldn't mm. have uh, such a skill. So the people with disabilities who want to bid into this value chain must be from the province at least? Definitely. Okay, give us a call. 086-000-2032. Tobega, I'm going to come to you in Durban very, very shortly. I want us to have a listen at this WhatsApp voice note. Uh, can I just ask that you put on your, your, your headphones there so you can hear the voice note? Hi, this is Marie Louise from Cape Town. Sanrol and 130 million rand to train up people with disabilities to be able to bid on contracts. It's a very odd um, thing to be spending that amount of money on. And there's so many questions around Sanrol as an organization, particularly in the on the Wild Coast area their abysmal track record when it comes to stakeholder consultation. Um, I just have so many questions. Why people with disabilities? Do they have a similar program for women, for example? To me, that would be a much more appropriate demographic to be looking at, um, especially in terms of sheer numbers. Um, So yeah, just as always with Sanral, lots and lots of questions. Do you want to respond to that, Mama? Uh, yes. Uh, thank you to the listener. I think there is an error there. The 129 million is not for people with disability. It's for every SNME uh, in this project. Mm. So the only thing that we put aside to say definitely 
let's put aside 2 million because we also wanted to find out whether they are participating or not. And the reason why we also had the social facilitation is because we realized that the project will come to an end next year and only 200,000 has been spent towards people with disability, it means they are not participating. So we did that workshop for them to identify what are their challenges, how can we assist them to participate. And yes, women are also catered for. We cater for women, we cater for youth, Mm. we cater, like I said, people with disability. We look at all the consequences within the youth and how we then train. We train by giving them an SME Mm. opportunity, Mm. not necessary only job that 129 million it's not inclusive of jobs mm. it's only smmes yeah uh let's go to the line stobega in durban tobega good morning good morning hello oliver and hello to your guest go ahead man. um yes hello um i'm actually just moved i just wanted to say wow about the contributor the voice note um just saying that the disability pool is not as big as the one for women um, that person is really misinformed. But then now, let me just address the matter with your guest. Um, there are many disabled people who have registered companies, but who never get the opportunity because even the mere the corporate the calls for proposals and other documents of the sort are inaccessible. They are inaccessible, and then especially yeah. like for a blind person, because I'm a blind person. So if I have a company and then I need to fill in a physical form, because the mm. ones that are printed are not allowed then someone, obviously, someone wants me to, to sabotage me or something could fill in the wrong thing and then I'm disqualified automatically. Mm, good, so good. they must take things, things like that into consideration. Mm, mm, mm. Because Interesting the person point. will fill in the wrong thing because the form is inaccessible to me. Because there are many blind people, even in Pumalanga, even in the Sintangala municipality and um, districts alone, there's a lot of visually impaired people and other disabilities that have companies but then never get these opportunities. And she's mm. true to say that people front with disabled persons. So, like, also, I think I know of one project from Samuel that is in KZN, but then it's also been stalling. Disabled people applied, but I think also also they are used and people are fronting with them. They get these projects yeah. that the disabled person in the group or in the company gets, like, a mere stipend. Mm, mm. So now it's the, the, part, the party's responsibility. Yes, we are here, but then they need to get to us because some of us have... have like visible challenges. Mm, we can't mm. get to these places, so they need to at least get us in one place and then have these workshops with disabled people because it's not that we're not interested, we just mm. don't know where to find them and they don't come to us as well because you don't forget that most disabled persons are on a social grant yeah. and that grant pays rent and feeds them. So, Absolutely. so then what do they do about that? Tobega, beautiful point there. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, do you want to respond to that, Mama? Uh, thank you very much, Sister Tobega, for your comments and question. Indeed, um, it was an eye-opener when we had the social facilitation with them. We realized, starting from the invitation, uh, they are not catered for. And even sometimes when we have meetings, you'll find that we only use voice and presentation. We don't have interpreters. And I've taken some of the findings as well that I've seen and which I will table uh, them to my principals. But it's definitely something that we're Mm. going to look at. And we also have a portal that 
is free in terms of our transformation policy and where we advertise our tenders is free in terms of data. But again, it's still lacking that voice. How do you participate if you cannot see and feel in that form? So those are the things that we are definitely going to look at because we really care and we want uh, inclusivity for all stakeholders mm, to, mm. to be able to participate in our projects. Absolutely. Uh, Mabel in Tawanj. Mabel, good morning. Good morning, Eugene. Oh, your line, Mama, is not too great. Let's start again. Good morning. Good morning, Eugene. You and your listeners. Good morning, can you hear Mabel. Now? Yes, we can. It's it's a bit choppy there, but go ahead, Mama. Yeah. Hey, do you know what? It's it's Oliver. Uh, my concern, my concern is with this kind of um, uh, declarations on radio by these people that hold so much money in their power. In that. This video was supposed to come prepared to say to you, with this 559 million, we're going to have so much for actual work that's going to be done, and the, num- the number of contractors we are going to appoint, and so much is going to be paid to them. And then those who are going to be trained, stipends, is going to be so much, mm. and each is going to get so much, you know, so that we can calculate. We don't just work on a, on a, on a, on a blank as to what this money is going to happen. Going Can I ask, what, what do you understand that 2 million rand that has been earmarked to be for? Imagine. for, for Ooh, can, can I ask you to repeat that quickly? I'm saying, can we imagine 2 million people, people how many people do we have? And mm. what, what, is, what is it going to mean to them? Mm. What's mm. going to go to how many is she catering for? What was mm. this uh, 2 million based on? Yeah. That's a very, very good question. Mama, how did you guys get to this 2 million rand figure? Okay, because we've got a variety of stakeholders. Yeah. So we look at all the percentages. And now I'm going to repeat this. This 1% doesn't mean that people with disability are not going to participate or cannot participate on the 129 million that is set aside for all the SMMEs. So let's mm. not look at it as to say, oh, we are setting aside only two million for people with disability. It was just a dipstick as to say, are they participating? Let's look and yeah. see but them coming up. You you can imagine a situation where that two million may be going to just one single contractor, right? Then it's not really about on on mass benefiting people with disabilities. Thank you for your question. If that's the case, obviously now you are talking for yeah. a company that is a 3CE or 4CE or up. And that person is participating in the bigger bucket of 129 million, not on that. So in this 2 million, million what? It's again, for the entry yeah. level. For people who wants to start business in construction, they have might never done anything before whatsoever. Okay. So we're looking at them as to say, all thing that we want you to do is to comply in terms of the documents that are required. But in terms of experience and all, we are not requesting that. Okay. Because we're gonna give you that. In in the on the job training. Yes. Okay. Through enterprise development. Yes. Okay. So is there any possibility of this two million rand finger, uh, figure being expanded? Is is there a possibility of that happening? Definitely, because as I said, we have already issued out another phase of Muloto, phase E, because we would like to increase the money, but we want to see them coming and participating. Mm. Definitely, there is a possibility. 
Yeah, can we just have a listen at this WhatsApp voice note? Findings as well that I've seen. Good day. Um, please help me. I just want to know, um, uh, the speaker there says um, they will, while they will prioritize people from Pumalanga. Um, she went on to say they will start with the municipality and the district followed by um, the province. I just want to know the, main, the name of the municipality um, precisely. Which yeah. municipality are they primarily targeting? Thank mm, you. Mm. Thank you so much for that. Which municipality is it? Uh, it's Tembisilehani, local municipality, but there are three, there are other municipalities along Mulot, as you're asking. Okay. We've got Tswane, that's where the, munici- the Mulot Road start, but they are not part of this project right. that I'm here to talk about. And then you've got your Tembisilehani, you've got Dr. J.S. Muroka, Elias Muswaledi, and Ephraim Mukhali. Those are the municipalities along. The last two are part of Limpombo. Oh, okay, but so those three municipalities, there. which towns fall there? Because I, I don't know uh, Mpumalanga that well. Uh, if we're talking Tembisilahani, we've got Kwakafontein, okay. we've got Duefontein, and then when you go to that side of uh, Dr. J.S., you've got Siabuswa. Ah, okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this, we'll take more of your questions. Give us a call, 86 2032 It's half past uh, 11. Positole has your headlines. Zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. Give us a call. What is uh, your question or your comment for our guest on this uh, particular conversation? We're joined by Melba Kekta, who's the stakeholder manage stakeholder relation manager at the South African National Roads Agency, Sandral, uh, about this particular fund being set aside for the Mulota Road project. Uh, this was a previously a provincial road, now under the auspices of. Uh, the national administration making it a national road. Monies have been set aside to assist people with disabilities in the local municipalities along which this project is taking place. Give us a call, 086-000-2032. Let's go to the lines. Enoch in Vidbank. Enoch, good morning. Enoch? Oliver, can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Go ahead. Morning, Enoch. Yes, you? Good morning, Wood. I just want to find out, firstly, how do you access the opportunity and where was it advertised? If it's still going to be advertised, where is it going to be advertised? And then the second one is, I just want to find out, how do one access or to become a vendor on the central portal? Or is there a way mm. we should become or what is it? And on this portion also, is there a set-aside for youth? Because I hear there is only disability. Is there a set-aside for youth that are in construction? Because those are the red tapes that are there. We can't access um, such opportunities because there's a lot of red tapes with, um, when it comes to construction. We can't access such opportunities because experience and all of that. And remember, when it comes to grading, you need to work for in order to get a grading. So if you can't work, you can't get a grading. So we need to know what is Sandra working on in overall in wherever they are working not only on this project, but what is also that they are helping young people in um, construction. Thank you. Thank you for those questions, and I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Mamebel, do you want to, uh, Melba, do you want to respond to those questions? I think the first one was about how, how to become a supplier on the database. Okay. Uh, this is how we do it as Central Nationally. We advertise the, the tender for the main contractor nationally, and once the main contractor 
has been appointed. Our first point of call is the local municipality. We go there, we get the database. We also conduct several information sessions whereby we also invite local business people to come and submit their profile and we create and manage our own database under the auspices of the main contract. It's not to say Sandral as the agency, we have a database of SMC. No, we don't. A database will be created once the main contractor is there. And Budwam, I was actually there, I think, two weeks ago in VetBank. We had an information session there inviting one CEs, two CEs, three and four CEs to come and participate in one of our projects, which is the road routine maintenance. And also, once we are operating within that local municipality, we establish what we call Project Liaison Committee, which is a PLC. The youth is represented, women, business, all the consequences of uh, the, 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 the local municipality are are represented there. So even in VetBank, there is someone representing youth or representing business. So that, that's how Sandral work. So the database is managed by the main contractor that Sandral has appointed, not Sandral. And then on top of that, like I said, we also have a portal. You can go to our portal, www.sandral.co.za, and it's free. You don't need the data. In that portal, then, you are able to see all the opportunities that we, uh, that we have throughout the country. Is that helpful? Oh, we seem to not have the caller there. Let's go to the next caller, Zintle, out in KZN. Zintle, good morning. Good morning, uh, Oliver. Um, I just want to comment on the um, the appointed main contractor that mm. General would have chosen. Obviously, we do not know who this main contractor is, but I want to highlight how, um, and also sign up on your guests, how do they monitor that this contractor, this main contractor, I mean, he's going to have 130 or 129 million worth of subcontractors. These are emerging contractors. How do they monitor the abuse that goes on because there's so much abuse with these main contractors. They're on paying time. They give you material, obviously, and then, um, you know, it, it, it always comes down to mm. payments and time and unrealistic time. Um, and, and how do they monitor these, these main contracts or this main contractor? Is, one main, is it one main contractor? Is it, um, how many main That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thank that's you. a good question. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Mama? Uh, thanks, Iswam. Uh, the current conductor that we have on site is King Civil, and we have a project management team that monitors together with that project liaison uh, committee. The project liaison committee is the committee that is coming from these communities to look after the interest of the local people, and the municipality as well is part of that a PLC a meeting, which is now your infrastructure or technical manager, as well as your local economic uh, development director. They are part of this PLC as well. So every month there are reports that come up to show how are we doing. Hence, we, dis- we did the dipstick 
uh, in this project in terms of military veterans and people with disability because we noticed that all other consequences that is now your women, your youth and other business people are participating except for military veteran and people with disability. We felt like the expenditure on their side is not what we were expecting. Hence, we conducted the social facilitation to find out what are the challenges? Why are you not uh, participating? And you find out some of them say, no, we thought that we needed an experience and we say no we are we want you when we talk about inclusivity that is why we put up this money so that we can set you small and then you can grow so that's why this is how we do our project within Sandal throughout yeah Uh, just to that effect um, this contract main contractor has been appointed Mm-hmm. To what extent are they bleeding the reconstruction of this road? Is it only in Mpumalanga? Because this is now a national road across three provinces. Mm-hmm. Will the part of the road that's in Gauteng and the part that's in uh, Limpopo also be reconstructed? Uh, thank you for your question. No, they are only responsible for the uh, 10 kilometer. And also another thing that we did, because it's 48 kilometer, when we didn't give it to one contract, we decided that we're going to accept it so that more people right. can get opportunities because it's unfair. So King's, have... so King's Civil only has 10 kilometers. Yes. And then that's why we advertise another phase, which is Section E. That will also be another different contract. Where, where does Section E? St- still at within Muloto because Muloto in the, in the side of Mpumalanga is 48 kilometers. Oh, it's 48 kilometers yes. within Mpumalanga. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so so, the entire Muloto Road, is it being reconstructed? The entire yes. road or just the Mpumalanga portion? The entire. It's just that uh, we have not started on the side of Gauteng and Atswane, but we are finalizing the detailed design. Okay. We are going to advertise as well there. We are far ahead on the side of Limpombo, starting from Dr. J.S., even though Dr. J.S. falls under Mpumalanga. Uh, it's two municipalities opposite each other and mm. they share the road. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah. So we are so far ahead. That is going right uh, to Limpompo. So yes, it's, it's just yeah. Muloto currently is on construction. What's the timeline for Muloto Road? We are hoping that in the next four to five years we are finished. So it's a five-year-long project. We have started long time yeah. ago because we started also doing yeah. the circles and all of that. We've been there. We've been operating. How, how long is this road in, in its entirety? Um, I will have to check that for you. I'll come back after the But Mpumolanga is 47 kilometers. Mpumolanga is 48 kilometers. 48 kilometers. Yes. Let's go back to the line. Paul in Bronco Spread. Paul, good morning. Hi, how are you? Oliver? I'm well, I'm well, Paul. Go ahead. Good, thanks for this. Um, I just want to find out about localization because now... You find out there the, the road is at JS Morocco, but someone from uh, Nelspray will qualify for this pro, pro, pro program purely because they are in Mpumalanga. And someone from Bronospray like us, we are very close to the to to to, to the road. We won't qualify because we fall under housing. How yeah. how are they monitored? Yeah. Um. I mean, I think I think uh, Uma Melba just explained part of that. Uh, is there anything that's still unclear for you on that? No, what I was saying is specifically on, on localization because mm. um, they, they, they cater only from Pumalanga mm, mm. disabled people. Yeah, good question. Yeah, Mama, how do you know if a business truly is from where they say they are? 
Um, must they have an office there? Must they have an operation? Must their employees be from there? How do you know that, okay, that business is really where they claim they are from? Uh, thank you. Yes, that's why we have what we call the Project Liaison Committee. It's not only about the address. That committee validates, is this individual residing within this municipality? So if the answer is yes, yes. And uh, so, so the person must live in the municipality? Yes, you must live in the municipality. But like I said, if we do not find someone within the targeted enterprise, we open it up to Ngangala, which is Bronco Sprite, right. is part of Ngangala. And Putuami, you will know, you also had a project there on the N11 uh, to, to, towards, towards Henrina. So people, the, the major thing is we're saying, if the project is in Bumalanga, let's try to involve mm, Bumalanga mm. people as much as possible rather than we leave mm. and then we come to Gauteng or go to KZN or Western Cape for that matter, leaving people of Bumalanga mm. without opportunities. Mm. Let's have a listen at this WhatsApp voice note. Well, good morning, man. Listen, Right now, the city of Cape Town is busy upgrading their roads in my area. Pero, I yet to see a blind person, a crippled person, any person of disability doing the job. What I'm asking, shouldn't they start this project at local level? Give the people the necessary skills so that they can move up and do these projects. I just don't think how disabled people will be able to compete on a national level. With this type of money, they can't even be given projects on a local level. Richard Cape Town. Thank you for that, Richard. I think it's uh, covered. Good morning, Oliver. This is Adolf in Bushwick Ridge. I have a question for your guest there in the studio. Um, in this two million, what is it uh, set aside for? Is it for to help these um, companies that are led by disabled people, you know, to get those certification in order for them? to be able to qualify or to be able to be um, for, to make them to be eligible for those contractors because the, those certification, you know, they're very expensive. And I don't believe oh, or, uh, these people, they can be able to afford, you know. I remember there was a certain certification that my brother needed to have and it cost over 6000 you know, he he mm. had the company registered, but he needed certification in order for him, you know, to just uh, mm. to, to 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 make himself eligible to do a a subcontract, not even a tender, just mm. as a mere subcontract. Mm. Mm. Good point there, Mama. Uh, just as a final comment to that. Um, it, it does cost a lot of time and money for small businesses to become certified and compliant with the relevant certifications, such as getting a CIDB certificate or an NHBRC certificate or the relevant certificates uh, to be able to participate in this value chain. Uh, is that a cause for concern in terms of who may or may not be able to make it into the project? Um, yes, it is a concern um, and, 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 and a challenge that other stakeholders do have but to register for CIDB I think it's about 700 uh, so you, you paid it uh, once a month I'm not so sure about the 6,000 that Budi was registering in so and for us like I said people with disability can participate on the 129 million this 2 million is to make sure that we give them a start okay so that they can grow
Thank you so much for that. Really, really do appreciate it. Mal Baget, uh, the Stakeholder Relations Manager at Sandra. Very, very briefly, Mama. And uh, Muloto Road is about 130 kilometers. Oh, wow. Okay. 130 kilometers from, over five years. Yes, hope from Tswane right to Limpombo, Mabahal. Thank you so much for that. Really do appreciate it. That brings us to the end of the show from myself and the team. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We're back with you tomorrow. It's time for your book readings. Baatle Ravasutu.